Welcome back to the Dad and the Rock Podcast. This is Sean. And this is Chris. Hey, we are here for another week. We are hip deep in Christmas time. Hip deep? Man, I was neck deep. You know, <laughs> yeah, what have you been up to? You've been shopping, uh, haven't you? I, I had to. It was one of those things my wife wasn't intending to be home. She was intending to be busy. And, well, she decided she didn't want to do anything. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I decided, well, I didn't decide. It was one of those, I was sitting on the couch, and I realized if I don't take advantage of this, I'm going to be so far up the creek uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't know how to get out of it. You got to. Time's running out. We're halfway through the month. We're two weeks into December already. And I hate rapping, so uh, I may have to find Santa's elf somewhere <laughs> and say, here, here's a few bucks. Can you rap this for me? <laughs> but yeah, no, she said she wanted us uh, a few specific things. She doesn't listen, but uh, I'm not going to. Yeah, don't don't spill the beans here. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we, we both gave each other a budget about right about 150 bucks. Okay. You know, kids are completely done. It was like, this is what's left. Do what you can do with it. Right. And apparently, she stretched that money out within like five gifts, I think she said it was. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, not only did you beat me in the number of gifts you got me. Yeah. But I also about doubled the budget. <laughs> <laughs> did she go over budget? No. Wow. She was completely on budget. She was like, oh, you should have talked to my mom to keep you on budget. I was like, no, there was been, there would have been no way I could have stayed on budget because one of her gifts was way out of budget to start with. Right. I almost said what it was. How <laughs> wild. <laughs> I caught myself. But uh, I looked at it this way, too. I mean, she's been working from home. We've had the kids. Yeah. She's been the main breadwinner, which and she kind of always has been. It's been a lot for me to adjust to. But uh, even with me being out of a normal job and me running DoorDash, yeah, I feel like there's been more stress on her, you know, within this past year. So I was like, you know what? I- I've got no problem. She asked for a couple things, and I just went ahead and made it happen. Yeah, you should make it happen, Captain. I've always wanted to splurge on Christmas. I mean, I figure that's what you know January and February are for. It's just Christmas debt. You'll take care of it next year. <laughs> just picking it all back up. Yeah. Yeah, might as well make it a Merry <laughs> Christmas, man. That's how I feel. Especially a year like we've had, 2020. Grab whatever joy you can. Yeah. So she's gonna have a fun time. Uh, I'm think one of the things are in a very small box. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about doing the wrapping that, putting it in a bigger box, wrapping the bigger box, putting that in a bigger <laughs> box, and just like doing the big like uh, the Russian dolls. Yes, you know what that that is funny, and that's like a frustrating and very funny thing to do. But you have to imagine. I mean, it is. It's it's more work to actually set that up than it is yeah. to. It's more work to wrap something than it is to unwrap something. <laughs> and seeing that I hate wrapping, yeah, I, the joke's on would, you. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. <laughs> so, I mean, th- that would be fun, but or or I may give her the other thing that is equally as small, but not really the gift, if it makes sense. Like, I got to open this one up first to make sense of the other. And she'd be like, oh, that's great. What's the other thing? <laughs> oh, have you ever had that happen where it's like a, a two or three part gift and you open one up and it kind of spoils what the the rest of the gift is? Like, uh, I don't know for certain, but if like you're getting somebody a new phone for Christmas and they happen to open up like a new phone open case. Open the case. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. It's like, oh, wow. Hmm. Well, I wonder what this is. Or yeah. getting them like the, a game system and they open the game first. <laughs> right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's never quite happened to me. I mean, I've been told to open up other things first just because, you know, right. they want to see a reaction. But uh, yeah, cause sometimes, well, if you open up a gift, like, has this happened to you? You open up a gift and you're like, oh, that is freaking amazing. Yeah. And then, like, your other gifts are all just afterthoughts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, they were opened up in the wrong order. Like, you should have saved the best for last kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So, uh, we're, we're going to go down that route. I'm really curious, I mean, to see what she got me. She's very observant. 
Like when I'm saying what I want, and typically the way the way I go about saying it is like, you know what, these are the things I want. Yeah. But the price point is out there. It's not a Christmas gift that we should really get because it's going to be too much. Yeah. So get me whatever you want to get me. That I don't know if it's passive aggressive or not. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a bad gift giver, honestly. Like I try my best, and and most of the time I just straight up ask her like, "What do you want for Christmas?" And I try to. <laughs> How are you not? Get, I mean, you have to ask the question. You have to, otherwise, I mean, it's worse for her. I know because you and I talked about this. Because I'm no stranger to just if I want something throughout the rest of the year, I just typically just kind of get it. And I'm bad about that myself, you know. So for her to like, you know, what do you get for the guy who gets himself everything? She's even said that to you. Like, I don't know. So it's not very fair. But she's normally pretty good about getting me stuff and stuff that I wouldn't even even thought of. So she's pretty receptive too, and she listens. So I probably only mentioned something one time and then forget about it but she keeps it in mind she's got it in mind just kind of seeing if you're gonna get it and i if i don't make it like a note in my phone or something then i'm bad about remembering <laughs> <laughs> oh no janessa will go as far as like emailing me like you know texting me pictures of things and oh yeah i like this or she texts me something like i didn't get her any jewelry but she's like how about these earrings and i'm thinking you don't wear jewelry you don't like jewelry why am i gonna buy you jewelry even if you're saying you, you wouldn't mind wearing it just not to wear it Right. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not. No, it's not happening. Janessa, you ain't getting the jewelry. <laughs> yeah, there's no jewelry under that tree for you this year. Hopefully she doesn't listen. Oh, I hope she does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that, that Christmas shopping spree, yeah, for what I spent, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it was almost more. I almost bought our son a television. Oh, yeah. I had it in hand, walking to the front, and then I was like, oh, I better run this by the boss first. Yeah. And went back and put it down. It was almost one of those things. I was like, you know what? I was going to come home and say, I did something. Right. (laughs) And I I don't know how upset. I don't think she would have been upset, really. It would have been more, okay, now we have to even out the gifts. Right. You guys run into that issue that I don't have um, yet or probably won't, you know, keeping it even amongst the, uh, the number of kids. Um, I don't know. I assume our parents did that, too. But, you know, I grew up in a household of three kids. You did multiple. God, how many? You grew up with a lot of kids. At the youngest. Let me see. When You're one of six siblings. We were all home at one point. Yeah. Also, I mean, granted, the, the girls were young. Right. But we were all living at home. Yeah, because I was the first to graduate. And, yeah, Jen was still there in North Carolina. And Brandon and Danny. And, yeah. At yeah. one point, there was six of us on Christmas morning. Yeah, those are probably a brief couple of years, but I mean, that's you, you probably have to keep that rule. Uh, you can't show favorites with, with kids, even though if you want to buy one kid a nice, a very nice thing and, you know, the other kids are uh, maybe the thing isn't as nice. Well, you yeah, were one, you were talking about maybe picking up the TV, but luckily Zach's birthday isn't far away. Yeah, and that's kind of already taken unless Janessa decides she wants what we're getting him for herself. What are you thinking about getting for his birthday? We were thinking about getting him Mario. He doesn't listen, uh, does he? 3D. Uh, he's the thin, our walls are thin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh we were thinking about getting that for him either for christmas or for his birthday we deferred yeah so right now that's where that sits i see uh, that plan may be altered if janessa decides she wants to play some more video games so mm. <laughs> it, we'll see <laughs> but uh i mean that, that was the first time i've actually been really in a store store like outside of like I, i'll go to meyer periodically for grocery shopping yeah but like definitely during the holidays dude they're mobbed yeah everywhere it's mobbed 
And I waited so long. I didn't trust, you know, shipping anything to the house before the holidays. Right. So I kind of backed myself into a corner where I had to go in. And I had to park as far back at Best Buy as I can possibly park to get in. Because, well, they took up like 40 spots for, Mm. like, drive up. Right. And three quarters of them were empty. So, I mean, I had to walk in. I was looking around. And I was like, man, this. I felt more comfortable in there than I do at restaurants when I'm picking up food. Yeah. Because at the restaurants, everyone, you know. Masks are off. They're eating. It's a little more, you know, just I was a little more uncomfortable in there. Just kind of Plus that you way. Get, there's everybody's kind of stationary, like not moving around. Uh, yeah, like you can try your best to keep your distance from folks uh, when you have free reign to walk around. And I'll give everyone credit. I mean, Best Buy. I didn't see one person without a mask on. Yeah, and the same with Kohl's and even Walmart. Oh, dude, I can't. First of all, I can't stand Walmart. Yeah. I'm just not a Walmart person. I walk in Walmart and my anxiety level goes through the roof. I don't really know why. Yeah. It's just, it just gives me such a, I get like a knot in my chest. I'm like, okay, I just need to get in. Right. See if they got what I want and just get out. Yeah. I even came home and told Janessa, yeah, I went in that store that usually I want to punch somebody when I walk in and I got out with what I needed and I wasn't escorted out. (laughs) Well, I try to avoid it, too. So normally when I do go, it's out of desperation and uh, maybe you're only looking for one or two things. And I've had this happen many times before where I duck in there for like, you know, one thing or two things. And then, you know, you go to the grocery store or whatever, either expect to kind of take a long time through checkout because you got a cart full of stuff or you do the use scan if you got one or two things and yeah, you're in and out of there. Yeah, in and out, yeah. Um, but with Walmart, you can walk in there, only intend to buy two things, and, you know, their U-scans are closed, and they have, like, only one or two actual checkout lines open, and there's lines going down, and they don't seem to care about throwing more cashiers up there to handle the lines. You just got to stand there and wait in line for your one or two things, and it's, yeah, it's a little rough. Yeah, it, dri- it drives me crazy. So I avoid that store pretty much at all costs, unless it's an, an emergency. Well, I won't, I won't say yesterday was an emergency, but I went. they didn't have what I was looking for at Best Buy. Yeah. So I went to Kohl's. They didn't have what I was looking for at Kohl's. So my next one was, I mean, Walmart's right next to Kohl's. So I was like, right. you know, I'm just going to duck in here. And luckily, they had what I was looking for. I was like, okay. Nice. And I mean, there was even a uh, something else that was only like 24 bucks, And I was like, I had to get someone to unlock it. I'm oh, like, really? I even looked at. I even looked at the dude. I was like... Am I like me shopping at a pawn store soon in Walmart? <laughs> do you guys lock up everything? It's like when are you gonna lock up that you know that dollars worth of gum that's sitting up by the register? It's just yeah. getting ridiculous. Yeah, he just kind of laughs. So yeah, we lock up everything now. <laughs> it uh, you know, it's Walmart, I guess. I was like, man, this is. I mean, I was expecting just to grab it, and I, I had a hard time finding what I was looking for because I didn't expect to have to look in a case. Yeah, and I was like, okay, whatever. This, can, <laughs> can I check out back here? Something to worry about the registers. Oh, that's always the sweetest thing, man. If you can find a department that'll just ring you up real quick, that's the best. Yeah, because I had the one thing I was carrying that I was looking for the other. And yeah, he. I think because it was locked up, I had to be rung, rung out back there as well. Right. But yeah, he just checked me out real quick. It was easy going and I was gone. I was like, okay. I was in and out in like 15 minutes. I've never been in and out of Walmart in 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's the best. I was like, great. <laughs> Paid off. Yeah, very much so. So I have finished my Christmas shopping for my wife. Now I got to do the other dreaded part of this in, uh, in rapid. Yeah. Lucky you. Good job. Well, I'm still not done. I still have, I've actually been saving that though. Cause I expect my mom to be joining us here, uh, this Friday, actually the 18th, she's flying in and she's, we're doing all kinds of COVID tests and stuff. And, 
Uh, she's going to be somewhat quarantined and she's wearing masks and stuff. I'm not too worried about it. She keeps safe. You know, she'll be keeping safe in the airport. I've actually heard the recirculated uh, air treatment that they have in planes is uh, pretty efficient. Her her doctor told her as much. Um, so she's taking a test before she leaves. She's taking a test when she gets here and going to keep pretty safe about it. But I intend to go out shopping with her just a little bit, uh, pick out some few things, you know, like buy a few things on Verona's behalf, like to, uh, you know, this is from Verona for mommy kind of deal. Yeah. Um, kind of take her with us so she can pick something out. But yeah, so I'm not quite done, but uh, most of that hopefully is going to get done this upcoming weekend because after that, I'm not going to have much time left. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, we're running close on, on time and they're not extending store hours really. So yeah. they, usually they extend them all the way to like the midnight in most places. Now they're actually, you know, either are already reduced or they're reducing them even more. Right. Just because, you know, the pandemic and everything. But uh, on Saturday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get all this done. And I wanted to get home by like four because I intended on watching like all our Christmas specials. Oh, yeah. Our, uh, we, we missed Rudolph and Zach called me out on it today. But uh, we watched Charlie Brown. We watched Dominion's Christmas special, which was great, by the way. Oh, that's new this year, isn't it? Yeah, that was new this year. There was only one that was really Christmas related on it. Mm-hmm. So it's four like mini movies, but it was fun. I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, both of the prep and landings. Uh, what else did we watch? Yeah, those prep and landings. <laughs> it's it's a go to for me. Yeah, I'd love it. It's it just it it feels it looks good. It, it fits the part of the years. Right. Like you've seen how much better like everything is. We sat down and watched uh, Charlie Brown. Yeah. And Rudolph, not Rudolph, uh, Frosty. Frankly, I was getting bored. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, they're classics, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I I don't think the kids really enjoyed it a ton. The stuff that kept kids' attentions in the 60s and 70s is a lot different than the stuff that keeps kids' attentions now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, we sat down and uh, and I was like, you know what? There's a um, a podcast I listen to called uh, My Drunken Movie Theater with uh, Kyle and Trisha. Oh, yeah. And uh, we run their their promo periodically on our show. And they work actually in the movie theater industry. And I think it's one uh, not a big chain, so it's not like a Regal Cinemark uh, or any of those big ones. So it's one of the more, like, local homegrown ones. Okay. And they were saying how bad, like, the theaters are hurting. And they were, like, always suggesting, you know, if you don't feel comfortable yet going to the theater, just go buy popcorn. Right. Because they're getting 100% of that sale rather than, you know, only getting maybe 5 10% of whatever the ticket price is that goes back to the theater. That's smart, man. So I was like, you know what? I, I had a craving for some popcorn. And I think I wigged out the, the you know, the employees because they had it set up as roped off where you either go right to where the self-check is where you can get your own tickets. Yeah. Or you had to go to the counter. Well, I decided in my brilliance, I have going to have two large popcorns. How am I going to carry this? Yeah. I got my DoorDash bag. There you go. I walked in with my DoorDash bag, and they're looking at me like bewildered. <laughs> and I walk right past the ticket counter, and I walk up to the where the the counter is for you know the food and everything. Dude looks at me with the weirdest <laughs> look. I'm like, dude, can I have two large popcorns? And he's like, sure. And he brings them up to butter. I was like, no, I, I decided against the butter just because the drive didn't want to get you know right, right, kind of soggy. I was only like thirteen bucks. I was like, that's definitely this kind of prices right now. Yeah. But I grabbed two, I put them both in my DoorDash bag, zipped it up, and I walked out. And it, 
I knew they were thinking, what the crap just happened? <laughs> well, I mean, that's $13 helping your local chain there, so that's uh, that's excellent. Yeah, I wonder if they wondered if one of their patrons, one of the people that are seeing the movie, ordered themselves some food <laughs> to be delivered. <laughs> yeah, they ordered, they, yeah, they made me come out to the counter to get it to bring it to them. <laughs> Did one of our moviegoers just order a DoorDash? Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Yeah, and it, it was something that I would have never thought of doing if it wasn't for, you know, the My Drunken Movie Theater guys. Yeah. They were like, you know what, just if you're going to look to support your theater in any way because they're all struggling so badly just just do that and bring it home and you know watch them watch a movie or whatever you're gonna do and uh, i forgot how big a large popcorn is it's massive dude we could have done it with one yeah i mean i ate so much popcorn and like i was only halfway through it and zach's helping me we could both put it away yeah and we didn't finish i was like oh man it's so much i never understood why you have that free refill thing who refills that popcorn? <laughs> Especially the big bucket of it. Yeah, it's insane. I tend to now. I tend to only go with like the small bag because I feel like if I eat any more than that, I ended up just you know kind of hurting my stomach. Because when you're sitting there watching the movie, you just don't care. You're just munching away. It's you're almost like attention. you're not even think about it. Yeah, you're not at all. Um, so if I get like a bucket for myself and normally, you know, you know me and I've, you've even said on the show, I, I go to the movies myself, so it's not a sharing thing. (laughs) Me and a big bucket of popcorn is, uh, is not good news for me typically. So I usually get the small, but yeah, I mean to, to be able, I think it's very smart to just head to the theater, get your movie theater experience, bring home some of that official movie theater popcorn, bring it home. And so good. Yeah. I'll be the first to admit that when I go to a theater, We'll get a popcorn because it's part of the combo. I won't eat much of it yeah. just because I'm not a I'm not a huge popcorn person. Yeah, but it was so good. Yeah, it has its drawbacks for sure. You can uh, you know it's like three days later and you get that kernel that's in between two teeth. You're like, <laughs> oh, oh, only trying to get that out. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, or you're eating it. One of those kernels like it flips perfectly and it just molds to your teeth yes. while you're eating it. Yes. It goes like up in your gum and everything. You just can't oh, get it out. Oh, yeah. And it just jams up there. Yeah, I've had that happen too. <laughs> I think that happened to me yesterday, matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is I just had my teeth cleaned and my uh, the hygienist was like, yeah, you know, if you eat popcorn and it gets up in the kernels and the kind of wedges in there, yeah, you want to get that out pretty much immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, that's kind of funny. <laughs> oh. Did he find yeah. any? Oh, no. I mean, they all, they all popped oh, okay. up. Okay. I was about to say, yeah, here's one. This looks about three years old. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Hi there. I'm Kyle Sutton. I'm Trisha Campbell. And we're the hosts of My Drunk Movie Theater. Join us every week as we go through the silly things that we wind up getting up to at our jobs working at a local multiplex. We also talk about all the current events that are happening in the movie world that affect us and affect you as the viewers. Trisha? We also get off topic quite a bit and we'll ramble, so there's that too. Yeah, well, you know, alcohol does that to you. So hit the subscribe button. You can follow, listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, almost anywhere that your podcasts are available. Looking for a new podcast? Check out the Infectious Groove podcast. My name is Russ and I host the show along with Michelle and Kyle. Every Monday, the three of us bring you music news and tell you our jammy jams, so you'll always have new music to check out. The Infectious Groove podcast discusses music from nearly every decade and genre while openly displaying our passion for music you need to hear. On top of that, we have a thought-provoking main topic of discussion every week to get you thinking, discussing, and sharing music. We also include interviews with the music stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. 
Subscribe and listen to the Infectious Groove podcast on your favorite podcast platform today. But yeah, that was uh, basically my Saturday. I enjoyed it. I mean, after we did that, uh, I was ramping up. I'm a I'm a huge soccer fan. I mean, I've got my U.S. Uh, soccer t- uh, hoodie on, my Columbus Crew hat on here, mm-hmm. and uh, here locally in Ohio, the C- Columbus Crew obviously play over in Columbus. They were almost moved three years ago. To where uh, they were they were almost taken out of the state. They almost went to Austin, Texas. Oh, wow. Okay, no and you know how like fans will get behind things. They were like, save my team, or I think it happened now in uh, Oakland with the Raiders in the NFL. Oh, yeah. They tried to prevent them to move to Las Vegas, and it never works. Right. It actually worked in this case. Oh, no kidding. And they were actually, actually get some homegrown, like, buyers to buy the team. And actually, it was the Haslams, the owners of the Browns. They bought a majority stake in the crew and kept them in Columbus, and they're opening up a brand new stadium next year. And last year, they were garbage. Yeah, I mean they had brought a new coach. They were retooling everything, and uh, this year they came out like they were in first place overall, like the whole MLS for pretty much three quarters of the season. Okay, and then they just some injuries hit and they slid down. They wound up being in third, but uh, they had a championship game in their stadium, which was the first like soccer specific yeah stadium in the states. Like everyone else was playing in like football stadiums or baseball stadiums. They had the very first soccer only stadium. Oh, that's cool. And they closed it last night with a championship. Wow. That's awesome. They closed it with a championship. They were the underdogs. Like, pretty much going into the game, they were playing Seattle. And Seattle's a powerhouse. Right. When it comes to uh, MLS. And I was weary because they came in and two of our guys popped for COVID. So, and it's uh, two of our top guys. Yeah. Uh, Darlington Nagby and uh, Pedro Santos. When I heard they were out, I'm like, you're like, we're doomed. Yeah, I was thinking, this isn't going to go well. We're going to get destroyed. Yeah. And no, we did the destroying. No kidding. Three nothing. And uh, wow. I was pumped. I bet, man. That's your new main sport, man. You love that MLS. I'll watch, I'll watch any soccer game over any U.S. traditional sport right now. Yeah. Like, I put on, like, uh, the NFL on my iPad, and I had the crew. You showed me that. Yeah, you posted that recently where uh, MLS was on your big 60-inch and uh, the NFL was relegated to your iPad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it's going. And, and it's not just, like, domestic leagues either, either here in the U.S. Yeah. I'll watch the German Bundesliga, or I'll watch the Premier League over in Europe, in Germany, over sometimes an NFL game or a baseball game or, you know, any of those. I, I don't know. I just It's one of those things I enjoy. It can be more enjoyable, and it's more action than people want to give it credit for. Yeah. I, people just throw their nose up to it because it's soccer. Right. Uh, they don't quite know what they're looking for sometimes. I can understand that. I mean, I think that's changing, and we've talked about this on the show before. It's just uh, kids growing up are just, you know, they play soccer. Soccer even wasn't even that big of a thing when we were kids beyond it, going into like the 2000s and the 2010s and stuff like i mean it's a typical it's it's a well it's the most played sport for youth in the US it's the largest sport for the for our youth yeah which is crazy because once they get a little older it goes away well even just the term soccer mom like i don't know if that was a thing when we were kids but i mean there's so many kids playing soccer now that like the term soccer mom is just everybody knows what the heck that is <laughs> yeah zach's played for a couple years scholars played for a year i know my uh Nephew and niece out in Arizona, they both play. Yeah. So it's 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 a growing sport at a rate that a lot of other sports fans don't want to admit that it's it's coming. It's coming fast. What months do the uh, MLS? Uh, what does it range in? Like when does it start? When does it end? 
typically around March, and they finish up right about uh, late October, November. It's a little later this year because of everything. But yeah, it usually runs, I think, late October, November. It, it's cold. I mean, they sell scarves and everything. And, okay. And, and it's really the... The way you show your support, like you'll say Columbus Crew, and you hold them above your head, and right or or U.S. you know national men, men's national team or women's team or whatever it is. I can't wait to go again. Actually, next year, I've already told Janessa this. They're opening a new stadium next year. Where in Columbus? Oh, a, I mean, brand new sock. It's going to be the top of the line, one of the best stadiums in in the states. Uh, I told her I'm getting tickets, yeah. and I intend on taking you. All right. I said we're going to get a Saturday game and we're going to go out there. I may have to bring we may uh, we may have to bring Zach because he's already pumped and want to see another game out <laughs> that's there. That's okay. That's okay. But uh, we're definitely going to go out there. We're going to see a see a crew game live. I, I've only been to one, but uh, I'll love to go see them play uh, Cincinnati, the Hell is Real Derby, which is awesome. God, it's been a while since I've seen any live sports. I think the last time I went is to go see a Predators game down in Nashville, and that was years ago now. So, so it's been a little while now. Yeah, I'm I'm up for it, man. It's been too long. Well, I mean, we talked about a lot of what I got going on here. And how about how about we go into this here? We've been doing this, you know, Christmas TV special thing. Let's talk about just, it. Let's dude, talk about this thing. Let's get really deep into it and how I just slaughtered you this year. <laughs> Not just slaughtered me. Then we went ahead and did a little bet. Yeah. And it was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna take this one here. You do take that one. Cause I was so confident. I was yes. like, you know what? Charlie Brown is gonna mop the floor with Rudolph. Yeah, I thought for sure, and I checked. Let's see, it was a few few days ago, and I heard Palpatine looking at me, going, <laughs> "Your your overconfidence will be your undoing, or something." <laughs> I just heard him, and I sent you the picture, and good. Dude, <laughs> uh, Give in to your anger. It was so so, dude. I got a pie coming. You do a pie to the face. You were so sure you put yourself in a bad spot and you were getting this pie. Yeah. And uh, I was, well, I was not confident at all. I mean, this was a toss up for me between Rudolph. You were much more in line of thinking that Charlie Brown was definitely going to get one over on Rudolph. But I I felt more like these two are holiday titans. They're both from the 1960s, so they've been around forever. You can't escape the Christmas season without seeing or hearing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, the Charlie Brown Christmas special, thinking about that, the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. So, I mean, they're both inescapable. So I thought it was at least, it was, I thought it was going to be a lot closer to 50-50 than you thought. But even even what happened, I mean, it was uh, 58-41 uh, in percentages. Rudolph won up. I mistyped in the oh. – look at that. I was even – I was like, you know, I'm going to try, <laughs> to, I'm try to trick him. <laughs> I drew up the notes and said, Charlie Brown won. No, Charlie Brown didn't win. <laughs> yeah, so Rudolph won 58% to 41% for Charlie Brown. So it was a pretty solid victory. Oh, damn. oh man and janessa is already looking forward to this oh i guarantee it she is already like oh she went as far as like so i'm gonna make a lemon meringue pie then right i'm like no you're not (laughs) (laughs) no you're not (laughs) yes (laughs) so uh we're gonna do the whipped cream and the tin and everything and she's gonna get me we're gonna we're gonna find out the logistics on how we're gonna do this and uh we're we're gonna do it live Yes. So we're going to do a, an impromptu live show and maybe, you know, shorter, but uh, we'll kind of start in this format and kind of follow Make me. it a good one. I, I feel like pie crust would work. Just, you know, like a store-bought pie crust. Not, uh, you got to put something in there. Not just the tin with the whipped cream. Get some crust in there too. And then fill it up with that whipped cream and just, she's got to get you good, man. Just smash you right in the face. 
Oh, Citizen Cool, you're, you're changing the rules. <laughs> you're, you're giving a specific type of pie now. Not cool. I'm going to text her and have her listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So we need a a pie crust filled with whipped cream. Yeah. Try to get a pie we'll tin, too. A tin crust. Well, yeah, it'll be the one that you get in a tin. Right, So we're right. not going to. And whipped cream, And then we'll know. do the whipped cream. I'll leave that up okay. to you. Either ready, ready whip or cool whip. <laughs> We may do the ready whip, uh, the cool whip for the base and the ready whip on top. There you go. Now you're talking. So you actually, so it's not like a straight, like, tin to the nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, so this, yeah, keep an eye out on our, our social media pages. Uh, we'll put out a time, date, and everything. This will be streamed, so uh, we got to have the fun with this. I'm kind of worried now that any of these throwdowns or uh, little bracketed competitions that we do in the future is going to end up with a pie to the face. <laughs> 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 it could be a lot worse. I mean, I've seen bets between friends. And I've got a lot worse true. than pies. <laughs> That's true. We've gone classic with it. We've gone to Stooges style. We we can go old school. Well, not old school. But we can go like the uh, the fantasy football league that forces the loser to get a tattoo of their choice. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going that far. <laughs> oh man, I'll make you put a, my face on your lower back. <laughs> Give you a big old Rudolph tattoo. Oh my god! No, I'll make you put a <laughs> the guys from Prep and Landing right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people be like, "Who the hell are these?" Oh my god! Oh, I'll right. okay. be like, "Yeah, I know, I know exactly, right?" Uh, okay, okay, shots fired. <laughs> okay, I see we don't. Oh geez, so that that's gonna be really funny, and uh, that should be a, a great time with doing that. I know family's gonna love love doing it as well. So are you gonna announce the exact time on Twitter? I'll do it on Twitter and I'll put it on uh, Facebook? Facebook as well. Okay, so we can get on do that, so everybody knows it's coming. And then uh, once I do that, we'll we'll go ahead and schedule it, yeah. so everyone knows it's coming. And uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll pie Chris in the face. Yeah. So listeners, look out for that this week. You're gonna um, see an update with an exact time, and then it'll be a live broadcast with a Chris getting a pie to the face. But oh. anyway, that's the I mean that's the story of the year. Our big uh, Christmas special throwdown. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. He won. He may have been laughed at by all his fellow reindeer, but he won this competition. How, how did I win last year and there was no repercussions for you? Uh, well, because we just started thinking of it this year. That's why. I'm sh- <laughs> Look, I'm in danger. I'll, I'm sure we're going to keep continue doing this podcast. So, <laughs> so something is coming in the future. <laughs> yeah, I'm bound to get mine. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Okay, so there's one more thing I kind of wanted to talk about. And uh, we briefly, I think, touched on this maybe last year around this time of the year. How do you feel about Christmas music? Is it something you enjoy? Do you start it around Thanksgiving or earlier? When do you stop it? I love Christmas music. When I was a kid, we would have Thanksgiving at our aunt's house. And like I've said before, she would have her house decked out in Christmas decorations and have her tree up already on Thanksgiving. And uh, it would be just a part of Thanksgiving. Like we'd have the big dinner. And then right afterwards, when people are like sitting down with their desserts and their coffee, uh, she would have Christmas music playing. And it was the first time that we hear it. And then, of course, after Thanksgiving, you start hearing it on the radio and every store that you go to. Uh, of course, you know, I, when I started working, I worked retail. So if you work retail, <laughs> yeah. you can't escape Christmas music. And you would think that I would hate it because of that. But I, I love it. I love it all across the board. I love uh, mostly the traditional stuff, you know, the Nat King Cole, the Frank Sinatra, but even some of the newer stuff, too, like uh, Faith Hill and, and the Mariah Carey stuff, too. Um, I'm a big fan. I love it. I feel like every now and then, like every year, there's about one like really good Christmas song that actually is able to penetrate like and move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know I, I, I'm a fan of it as well. I listened to it prior 
to Thanksgiving because I just found it. Uh, I think just through either iHeartRadio or one of those apps. I just started playing it. Yeah. Because for some unknown reason, I can't find it on any local radio channel here locally. No kidding. I can't find it anywhere. That's weird. Which is like, you know what? Forget it. I don't, I'm just going to listen to it in the, you know, through iTunes or Spotify yeah. or iHeart. I'll get it. I mean, they're not going to deprive me of my Christmas music. Right. But uh, I'm all about it. Now, I know some people are like, they just can't stand it. They, they, they can't take it for just like a couple you know, weeks of the year. Right. But I, I think I posed this question last year. What's the difference between listening to Christmas music? I'll, I'll go this far. Forget it. We're listening to Christmas music year round. Yeah. And listening to, say, Metallica's Ride the Lightning year round. Well, I mean, I don't know. Christmas music is Christmas music. I guess because it's so heavily identified with the Christmas season. And some like, of them. Yeah, some of some them. Some of them. So there's like, for instance, like if you listen, to, there's a one I really enjoy. It's kind of sad. But Christmas Shoes, mm-hmm. they really never identify. I mean, you know what time of the year they're talking about. Yeah. But it never identifies as a Christmas song. That's true. So a lot of them, a lot, a lot of the classic ones may identify as, you know, the holidays. Yeah, I would say, like, if you're listening to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or Frosty the Snowman in, in April and May, I would find that to be a little weird. But uh, <laughs> you're right. There are songs within that uh, genre that you could probably listen to all year round. Yeah, you know, I've always kind of found it funny. I was like, you know what? People really bash on Christmas music. Now, I don't know if it's, some of it is too religious. For some people. Yeah. And that, that may be what it is. Because some of them are really heavy uh, when it comes to religion. I know there's one uh, from, I'm not, I'm pretty sure they're not the original writers of it. But uh, Mary Did You Know from Pentatonix. Oh, yeah. I, I love that version of that song. Right. I know a few other people like Carrie Underwood and, you know, have done it as well. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of one of my go-tos when it you know comes to the holidays. And that you, you can kind of see, you can hear the Christmas and you can hear the religious part of it in the song as well. Right. So that, that has to be a part of, you know why people have a hard time with Christmas music. Well, I think people just have, there's a lot of people that just have a hard time with Christmas in general, like all of it, the whole thing. And we kind of touched on this last week where they almost find it to be more of a burden than a relaxing season that you get to spend. You know, the idea of spending time with your family is uh, an apprehension and not a relief, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't see these people throughout the year. I don't really don't want to see them now. Yeah. Like the uh, spending money to buy gifts and, You know, it's like some people, it gives them real anxiety. Like, I'm going to have to fork money that I don't have to buy gifts for people that I don't want to see and watch movies and listen to music that I don't really enjoy. So I get why some people, if you're not into it, it would be kind of a bummer because it's a month-long event and it seems to grow every year. I mean, honestly, now, once the stores are through Halloween stuff, November 1st, that's when the Christmas season starts. Oh, yeah, you get that one aisle. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's Christmas trees and Christmas lights. Yeah. Like, almost, like, I think sometimes, like... Like before Halloween, so I think yeah. our Meyer locally uh, started clearing out all their Halloween stuff the 28th, 29th. Oh yeah, that week leading up to Halloween, like costumes are going on clearance. They're starting to make room. <laughs> they're they're like getting rid of everything as much as fast as they can. They're condensing the whole area. Yeah, and you can see it happening. And I'm like, hold on. And all the bags of candy that are normally you know black and orange start getting swapped out for the bags of candy that are red and green. <laughs> it's like I haven't even put a flaming pie, you know, bag of dog poop on someone's door yet. <laughs> it's like, how am I doing Christmas already? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, some people they they just don't like it in general. I've never been like that, man. I've always loved Christmas. That's probably my mother's doing because. Because my mother always made it just 
like, terrific for us. You know, she would make it a tr- tradition, decorating the tree, playing some music, watching movies especially. I mean, Christmas movies, yeah. it's still, I can't I can't wait to do it. I'm even purposely not watching some movies right now because I'm waiting for her to be here. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, so Christmas is a, you know, completely special time, and I, and I dig it. But it, you, we kind of mentioned some of the different, I mean, there are different styles of Christmas music. There's, like, the instrumental stuff. Like, you can listen, uh, I don't want to, I'm kind of, confessing something here but there was a time where i actually downloaded some kenny g uh soft listening uh christmas music and it was like i bought it off itunes so it's like permanently on my phone we gotta stop this train real quick (laughs) okay we we gotta we gotta throw the brakes on this kenny g thing because i remember you and all of our close uh knit friends (laughs) would give me so much junk (laughs) for listening to kenny g and I listened to it when I was big playing poker. Yeah. I would have it in my headphones or an earbud, you know, while I'm playing. Right. Because if I was listening to Kenny G, I was more cerebral. Right. If I was listening to Metallica, I was all to the wall. Yeah. And I was usually out. So I usually knew what to listen to. But you guys gave me so much (laughs) junk. Well, I think there's a difference between listening to, you know, Kenny G's latest album versus some Christmas time hits. Kenny G stuff no. I would hear. Yeah, there is. No, <laughs> no. Kenny G's Kenny G. You're not getting yourself out of this one. I know. Silver Bells is different from I don't I couldn't even name you to Kenny G's own collection of music. I don't know. I don't either. All I know is it just kinda it's like Woosah. It triggered you didn't. Woosah. <laughs> I said Kenny G and it came flood flooding, all those members came flooding. <laughs> yeah. Back. Dude, we're talking over a decade ago now, these things. <laughs> if not more. Well, I was in the car the other day, and it's, like I said, those few Christmas songs are, like, permanently on my little iTunes collection. So sometimes my phone will just start playing my iTunes music without me even asking it to. You know, it plays on my car. Oh, yeah. As soon as you plug it in, it drives me nuts sometimes. Yeah. And lo and behold, Kenny G, I don't know, Silver Silver Bells or Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas started playing. And this was months ago, and Christina gave me such a look like, really? That's good. She's giving you junk for it, too. I, yeah, I got mine. That's awesome. I just enjoy it. I mean, like you were saying, I, I, Janessa's uh, dad messenger today, and uh, he said he went ahead and got tickets, I can't believe already, for next year for the uh, Mannheim Steamroller. Oh, okay. And she's like, do you like them? I was like, I've never seen them, but I mean, of them, she's like, which ones do you like? I said, I like TSO. Yeah. trans Siberia Orchestra, and I've seen them live. Right. And uh, I said, if the two, I would prefer maybe seeing them again. But if they got tickets already or got us tickets, uh, I'm not going to say no. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see them as well just because it's, it's Christmas related. Yeah. Now, it's all, you know, hopefully by that time everything is going again. Yeah. Uh, me and her parents have actually talked about that because they're a lot more traditionalist when it comes to mu- uh, Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a lot more traditional with uh, Manhattan Steamroller. Yeah. Uh, TSO, man, they're they're putting hard guitar and yeah, you know, drums uh, and everything into it. Yeah, is it their uh, little drummer boy or there's something that's pretty famous. It's their most famous one. It's like da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It's very hard. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, a lot of people actually will program their light shows to it. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 awesome. I, I know uh, Zach really loves that one as well. So I think we're going to have to bring the kids with us, which, I mean, it, it, that may be their first concert. Oh, which, wow. Which would be fun for them to do. I bet it's a fun show, man. I bet they put on a good show, though. Oh, I've got no doubt it is. Yeah. No, no, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of bring that up because, I mean, we were always kind of mixed. And Janessa's not a big Christmas music person. Uh, Zach loves it. Skylar loves her. Uh, oh, God. she So she carries around this little hippopotamus. Yeah. And until we moved to the Midwest, I never heard this Christmas song. 
I won hippopotamus, hippopotamus for, Christmas. for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, and she loves it, and it's funny. So I'll, I'll just tell Siri to play it in the car. Oh, <laughs> this morning. Okay, so we do uh, donuts with Dad pretty much on Sundays. We get in the car, we go to our local uh, uh, pastry shop, donuts place, uh, Bill's Donuts. Yeah, and we get a dozen of donuts. When we get in, she's like, "Daddy, I want a uh, Queen Barbie family." Mm-hmm. So she's ready to rock out in the car, right? And I say, "Play hippopotamus." <laughs> All I want is hippopotamus. She looks at me, gives me such a stink <laughs> eye, and she is so mad. And after it's over, I put her playlist on. And next thing I know, it she's rocking out the Disturbed. Oh wow! And it is the funny? I, I am so ha- I'm so happy when she's back there singing. You know, uh, ten thousand fists in the air. I'm like. What wow. is going on? She's or great. Or coming home, she's like, Daddy, I'm welcome to the jungle. I'm like, you could absolutely have some welcome to the jungle. <laughs> you got it, kid. And I was like, this is a four-year-old asking for some GNR. I'm like, this is awesome. That's a win, dude. That was maybe the best parenting thing you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I got to edit my uh, my playlist a little bit. She's not a fan of Hotel California. Okay, yeah. So I got to take that one out. Uh, there's a song called ba- uh, Bad Liar from, uh, blanking on the name of the group. So I got to take that one out. Right. I may I may add a few and make the list a little bit longer. But uh, yeah, I think it's I may have to slip a Metallica song in there now. I'm not sure how hard... Well, if I got disturbed, I really can't go wrong. I, I know. You could throw their, you know, Enter Sandman, some of their bigger ones in there, I think. Their stadium anthems. Get them in there. Yeah. It, it can't be It can't be a one. One's too long. No, yeah. <laughs> it, it's got to be something. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really tempted to put on uh, Godsmack's I Stand Alone, the live edition. Yeah. Because, dude, when in a car or in the headphones, that is so awesome. And I can see her back there singing it. It's and it's it's repetitive and it's catchy. Yeah, I can absolutely see her in the back of the car going, "Ah, stand alone." <laughs> How funny is that when she's a teenager and she looks back fondly on when she was a, a baby, a wee babe, and singing uh, these hard rock songs with her dad? <laughs> oh yeah, well, you always hear about like kids that grow up with their with their family and their dads and their moms, and they they start to like music because of them. Yeah, uh, I didn't I mean me and Zach really Zach can care. Less about music, really. He enjoys it, but he doesn't, like, want it. Yeah. I sit in a car, and Skylar's requesting songs. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, I, that, like I said, that that's a dad win. I, I, that, should, that should be the shirt. Dad in the rock. Give me GNR or something. <laughs> that's a dad win. <laughs> I think you were actually the one to introduce me to a lot. Of, I know Metallica for sure, but just listening to music in general. Uh, I know, you know, my dad had some bands that he was into, like the Eagles, uh, I think maybe Pink Floyd here and there. So I kind of have a vague memory of not really being into it, though. And my the music my mom listened to was all like, you know, <laughs> it was Celine Dion and, you know. I don't remember my mom listening to all country. much music. Yeah. I, I remember Don. I uh, listened a lot of like uh, Rob Zombie and White Zombie. Right. Oh, yeah. That's that right. was what I remember. That That's kind of where I got my uh, my first foot into that type of music. Then I remember staying over at a friend's house. Uh, I think it was probably the year prior to us meeting. Mm-hmm. And he introduced me to uh, the, the Black Album from Metallica. Oh, yeah. And that's, I mean, I didn't own it at the time, but that's when I heard Enter Sandman and uh, Unforgiven. Right. Those songs there, I was like, oh, oh, uh, I'm liking this. <laughs> Your eyes were went wide. Yeah, this is pretty good here. Yeah. But I, I dude, we way we went way off the Christmas rails here. <laughs> we did. We strayed a bit from Christmas music. That's okay. 
But what do we say? We go ahead and get in Santa's sleigh and have Rudolph pull us right into that cheesy fog. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. So I've got one here for you. It says, why did Santa's helper see a therapist? Why? Because he had low elf esteem. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you gave me a little chuckle. Okay. I, I did laugh, but it went away pretty quick. It <laughs> was, was a quick burn. Okay. What do you call Santa after he goes down a lit chimney? No idea. Crisp Kringle. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> no, I did like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll give you credit for that one this week. All right. I won't do that. You, uh... You might have gotten crickets. You might have finally accomplished it after months. It seems like months of not getting them. <laughs> I was looking. I, I found <laughs> so many good ones. I was like, this this is too good. This is good. No, I, I was laughing at one so hard. I was like, okay, I, if I'm laughing hard at this one, I, I got to keep going. <laughs> There's no way. Elf esteem. Come on. <laughs> so that's going to do it for this show. Be sure to check out dadnarock.com for all the latest episodes, as well as links to our T Public page. Go ahead and get yourself some merchandise. Dadnarock merchandise. T-shirts, hoodies, all kinds of stuff on there, man. Get yourself a, a travel mug. Get yourself a mask. We're all going to be wearing masks here for the foreseeable future until those vaccines roll out. Uh, get yourself a Dad and Rock branded one. Why not? Uh, and then go ahead and check out our social media pages too. Of course, we're on YouTube. We're on Twitch. We're on Twitter. Uh, we're on all the platforms. So check us out. And yeah, we do that show 1030 each uh, Friday night. Uh, right now we're finishing up the Mandalorian. That's uh, right. The season finale will be this Friday night and we'll go ahead and we'll take care of that. And uh, we have been in discussions on which one we're doing next. Uh, we know we have uh, WandaVision coming out. Yeah. So that then there's going to be uh, Falcon Winter Soldier coming out. Oh, my gosh. So. Dude. There's going to be a lot of a lot of content coming out. We just got to decide on which one we want. And if there's one you guys prefer us doing, just let us know. I mean, you guys are listening to it, and we enjoy it all. So Why not? That's Dad and Rock High Voltage every Friday night live. There we go. So I think it's a good spot for us to go ahead and say, you know, this is the Dad and Rock podcast uh, signing off for the evening. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas.